Welcome to the second episode of Chainversations, a blockchain podcast where we talk about everything blockchain, including trend, news, reviews, and everything relating to blockchain. This podcast is powered by CryptoInAfrica.com, a content site which focuses on blockchain development, especially in Africa, and how it can transform industries, lead innovation, um, change governance as we know it, amongst many others. So on this second episode, we'll be talking about how user experience would affect the adoption of blockchain technologies. First of all, we'd have to get what uh, user experience is. So basically, user experience, I'm picking up a definition of Google. Um, user experience is the overall experience of a person using a product such as a website or a computer application, especially in terms of how easy it is or how pleasing it is to use that particular product. And um, so would explain why this is so important, especially in driving adoption of Bitcoin, of blockchain products, sorry, of blockchain products and of every single thing relating to the blockchain. So currently several the the user experience for several blockchain products is not optimal um, for example let's compare uh, sia coin the file the decentralized file storage service and compare it to its centralized competitor dropbox so when you want to use the sia coin network you would have to download the application first of all then let it sync with the rest of the with the rest of the network which will take two to three days and then after that you have to get the seed the wallet seed then save your document on it and pay with sia coins to store your document on it create a contract and all of that and when you go to use the centralized competitor which is dropbox for example all you have to do is just um, is just log in, upload your file, and that is it. You practically have nothing else to do. That is that is just the simple. So you can see how the how the services differ. Yeah. So let's say let's use another example. Let's say operating a Bitcoin node. I I can't think of any direct centralized competition to compare it with but when you want to operate when you want to own your own bitcoin you know run your bitcoin node that is pardon you would have to download the bitcoin the software usually bitcoin core as it is the reference uh, software implementation of that um and also and also then let it run to sync with the rest of the network Currently, the network is, is I, I don't know, maybe 100 gigabytes, or am I wrong? I think I should be wrong. I'll try to pull that up shortly. But then you have to let it run and sync with the rest of the, net, the, rest of the network before you can start running your own node. So that all of that stress and pressure makes people run to centralized, make people run to a hack. I found a centralized competition to run in a Bitcoin node, still a Bitcoin service, will make people prefer to use centralized services built 
with the Bitcoin protocol, such as say Coinbase, using Coinbase as a wallet, using blockchain.info as a wallet, all, all these other um, third-party services would rather be used than for the everyday user to, to say, run a node themselves. So that is one example of that. So why, while it is understandable why uh, the user experience is currently, is currently terrible, not terrible, terrible is not the word to use, but why it is not at optimal level is, is that um, to, preserve, to preserve elements of decentralization, I just pulled that up right now, there are 10,400 nodes. When you compare that to the average number of addresses or transactions from unique addresses, I don't know the specific metric to use there to compare, but I know that the total Bitcoin users who use Bitcoin for transaction on a daily versus the number of nodes are relatively very, very tiny. Um, so that's why people use exchanges as wallets, which is not a good idea, definitely is bad as compared to um, running the nodes for themselves. All right, so now let's head back on. Sorry, I lost track there. Um, why blockchain user experience is so different, understandably, is to preserve the elements of decentralization because um, nodes, nodes act to, to also validate transactions to to verify transactions, that is. So the nodes will definitely have to sync up with other nodes, which makes it, will have to sync up with other nodes and then keep syncing continuously, which makes it different from centralized services. Say, running a bank account, you don't have to do anything. All you have to do is keep your cash in there and you trust that the bigger, that the, that the bank will keep its network running enough to process every single transaction similar to having a visa mastercard for example you trust that the visa network will keep will keep uh, running and will not encounter any hitches but with running a bitcoin node you valid you you are you are part of the network you have to validate it you have to constantly keep in sync with the rest of the network which is understandable why um why the user experience design for now currently is different which is to preserve elements of decentralization on it um, and also because more suitable solutions that will be implemented to have the best user experience well compared to centralized services as well as preserve decentralization at the same time have not yet been created or have not been fully developed at the moment. Um, there are current solutions. There are current solutions. Um, for example, how MetaMask adds. Uh, sorry, how MetaMask interacts with the Ethereum network for desktop users. That is how it helps users to to sync with the rest of the network, sorry, to perform transactions, sorry, to perform transactions with the rest of the network to, 
to send transactions, to add tokens. It simplifies the process way easier because all you have to do is open your Chrome browser tab, add MetaMask there, and you're good to go, basically. You have your private key stored on your device. So there's not much of any syncing to do on the user end, on the front end, that is. There is not much syncing to do. There's not, uh, there are no hurdles, basically. All you have to do is install and go. That is why, that is why I predict that way that it is more possible that the future of user experience design, the future to, to better the user experience design for blockchains, whatever blockchain it is, will either be uh, more optimized blockchain networks, which is less likely than, then the second is that uh, additional layers will be added on top of the current blockchain layer, the current base blockchain layers to enhance, uh, to enhance development to enhance the user experience for the everyday user because no everyday user who wants to say save a file or save a file for example like i mentioned with siacoin wants to have to wait for two three days to install a node before they can then create the contract then enter the contract then lock the contract for a while so all of that is just way too stressful for your everyday internet user because the attention span on its own of everyday user keeps decreasing with everyday technology making life faster. So you want to create a service. So we can have a layer two service for Coin, for example, where a user just has to upload a document. This will bring, this will surely bring in centralized services into the view. Centralized services building decentralized solutions on top of decentralized services. So say a, a startup or a protocol, for example, anyone can build a solution, a web interface solution on top of Coin network to ensure that the user doesn't have to undergo the same, the same, uh, the same struggle of having to wait for days to run that. So theoretically, I don't know how possible it is on the tech and for the Coin thing, but say a web interface where there is, it offers uh, cloud, uh, cloud nodes, nodes on the cloud for Coin network. So once, so once, um, so once, sorry, I'm losing myself a bit. So once the user logs onto that interface that connects to the Coin network, they can simply upload their files directly without having to run the node for two, three days. I also believe, while that first one was an example, I also believe that in the future that the Coin development team can also work to make the interface better. But also, I believe that additional layers built on top of the blockchain network can also help to further better this experience. The same thing that Zap is doing for Lightning Network. So to run, Lightning is an additional layer on, on Bitcoin, right? That lets you send instantaneous transactions. But then you have to open channels and close channels 
and link nodes. So, so a lot of that. So, what Zap does? Zap is the Zap is an app built with the Lightning Network. So, what Zap offers is clearing all of that for you. So, all you have to do is just send it like regular transactions and don't have to undergo all that stress. The same thing with the eclair eclair I think I got that right. Yes, the mobile app for for lightning built by another team. It also lets everyday users, everyday mobile users that is, to be able to connect with the network, to be able to use lightning network without undergoing any of the technicalities behind it. So I believe that in the long run that Additional layers, additional services built on top of blockchain solutions will be the way to go to enhance user experience. I could be wrong. Probably the current blockchain teams can, you know, work way faster ahead of what they've done ahead of what they've done so far to to enhance user experience. But also, I think that additional services, solutions, and layers built on top of current blockchains will make it way easier. So let me know what you think about this. Let me know what other solutions, what other solutions exist at the moment with which blockchains. So I've given example of MetaMask with, uh, with the Ethereum blockchain. I've given example of Zap with Lightning Network on the Bitcoin blockchain. So let me know which other solutions exist. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Or, or the YouTube channel if you're listening to this on YouTube. I think it's currently available on Castbox, on uh, Stitcher, and other. We're also working on distributing it to other networks as well, to other social media networks. So do subscribe and do check out our website, cryptoinafrica.com. Uh, I'll soon be linking chainversations.com to the Crypto in Africa site. So let me know what you think. And I hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, let us know how uh, the show can be better enhanced. Most of this is purely unscripted. I don't know if you followed my, uh, if you've been following my ums and as and my several pauses as well. But most of this is unscripted. For example, what I have today is mostly just a draft on points to talk about. The rest, I. It's mostly unscripted. So let us know what to do to make the show better and what you think. Thank you for your time and see you on the next episode. Also, remind us of what, no, recommend topics to all for us to talk about. And if you would like to see a guest on the show as well, let us know which guest you would like to see on the show. Thank you.